Shall we begin? Hello, friends, and welcome back to the More Than Just Keto podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ashley. Hey, everybody. I am your other host, Molly. So I have been doing this whole lose weight, get healthy, get fit for a while. And do you know, I have still not reached my goal weight. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, goal weight. Where do we get our goal weight? Where did you get your goal weight? That's a good question. You know, I think it's based on previous time, a back then, a, an uneducated BMI calculator. Like when I mean uneducated, like I, I was not educated on really what that BMI calculator is, was how it was created, what it's really measuring. And I think that was where I started was probably that. And thinking back to like, when I was a teenager, when I, when I thought that I looked good, like looking back at pictures and like, Oh, that's the weight. And I remembered about where I was in that weight. Um, which if you're hearing this, you're like, Oh, okay. But there's a lot of flaw in that because I was a teenager. So the keyword teenager. Yeah. I don't (laughs) know why we do that, but we often reach far in our past for something that we want. (laughs) But you know, what's crazy is I remember being a teenager and not liking that weight. I know. I know. It's so weird. It's, you know what? It's so relatable though, because you hear this a lot because like they had this little thing going around where it said, what was it? It was, um, show a picture of you when you thought you were fat and yes. you're like, don't you yes. wish you could be that fat again? Because you <laughs> yes. clearly were not. So yeah. same thing here. Like I was really small as a teenager. And so as I got older, had babies, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight in my mind, I always looked back to you when wanted I to get back 18 exactly. or 19 years old. Yes. And that is crazy, but we do yeah. that. And, and it, right now, looking back, we're probably both having the same thought where it's like, what were we thinking? Basing a goal off of like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever, wherever in time you are looking back as a teenager or whatever on that weight. And it's like, what made you think that that was applicable now? And because now that I, now that I know what I know and I've done what I've done, I realized that Yes, I could possibly get back to that weight, but I realized for me in order to get to that weight from where I am now is still a good 20, 30 pounds. And I don't know now if I would really be comfortable Mm. at that weight, if that makes sense. So this is all super relative, right. To like what, like how you feel in your body, mostly what this episode is about is like connecting with yourself are the goals that you have now realistic and, and possible, possible <laughs> for the possible. body and the time and the age that you are, because like all these factors play into how we should really be looking at what our goal weights might be. Right. I did the same though. Like I came up with this magic number, but the thing is, is I was this magic number when I met my husband 14 years ago. So I was in my thirties 
when I think of that number now, I just can't imagine me at the number. So when I was a teenager, I was tiny, like 110. Like I was little, I'm only five foot three and a half. I was tiny. I was like, it was very, I was like 150, 160 and like five, you know, seven. Yeah. You're taller five, three and a half. I'm a shorty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But when I met my husband, I was 145. Now here's where the kicker is. And I think this is one of the biggest issues and biggest problems I have. I can't speak for other people, but for me, I know that I have this trouble. I look at the flipping Renfo scale thing that tells me you're obese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and that's based on the BMI that's based right. on. Right. They're just doing that, numbers. That chart. They're not yeah. calculating how much bone, fat, muscle, waste, well, water, no. like all of that it's is, and I know it's a smart a scale, but if you do the research, it's just like these little smart watches, they're not a hundred percent accurate. And so no. if we're basing what we're supposed to be, when we look at that as our answer, you know, I don't know if I'll ever reach what they think I should be. Should be. And if mm-hmm. I keep chasing that, I'm going to drive myself crazy because here's the question I ask myself. What if you never get there, Molly? Are you going to keep trying to do this for the rest of your life? Or are you, are you gonna, just going to quit? Are you just going to stop because you didn't get there? And then you're just not going to take care of yourself? Like, no, and no. no. So I got to figure out, it's not going to be about a goal weight. I had to come to that place. And I'm not going to yes. sit here and act like I don't struggle sometimes because I still do. Uh, I still, struggle. yes, I still will get a picture side by side and look at myself and I'll see myself at, 165. And then I'll see myself at 170. And I'm like, I don't look that different. I'm not bigger, even though I'm five pounds more or 10 pounds more, but we can really get tricked in our heads, you know, and that's why all the time, both of us say this, take pictures, take pictures, take pictures. Don't just look at the scale, look at the clothes, fix your, you know, fit into your clothes, try on outfits. Like, how do you feel? Like there's so many reasons. And that, of course, we've talked about till we're blue in the face. Yes, for sure. Specifically this time we're talking about never reaching your goal weight. What if you never reach your goal weight is what this episode is about. And I think that goes to how are you getting that goal weight? What are you using to determine what that is? Because for me, what I had in my mind was, you know, a certain number from a long time ago and I hadn't had children and I hadn't had, you know, 20 years of life on me, you know, back then. So I realized for myself that my goals are also different. I was very thin, just very thin. I don't actually want to just be thin now. And this has changed as my journey has evolved the idea that I had for myself has changed. And I think that's really Mm -hmm. important to point out because when I started, I will admit, and I've said this before here, I just wanted to be thin because once again, referencing, referencing this old identity that I had when I thought I looked like I should look now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be thin. And I'm like, I want to be that weight again of a teenager. And you were in the, in the Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears day, of course, the nineties and the two thousand, that was like the 2000. Mine was the, um, mine in my age, it was the 
Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox friends, they were very, they started getting thinner and thinner and thinner. Yeah. They, they didn't start out that way, but they kept right. getting thinner. And then Allie McBeal, like all this yeah. television, whatever at the time was the influence. So that in your head, you wanted to be For skinny sure. like them. And all my Same. idols were super, super thin. So I yeah. thought- and it's weird how that carries over. Like, I don't find that attractive now, but for some reason, my brain is still like, you need to try to get there. Yeah. Isn't that Not crazy? so much now, but when I started but my journey you, yeah. two and a half years ago, almost mm-hmm. three years ago, I had that very simplistic, like, I just need to get back there. I just need to get back there. People say a phrase like, you know, stop living in your past, like live in your, live in the current. Right. Yeah. Yeah go after things for you now, create the vision that you want for the person you are right now, not who you were, not who you think you're going to be, but who you are, that real conversation with yourself of like, okay, I've been through X, Y, and Z. I've had surgeries. I have scars. I have stretch marks. I have what, what is really reasonable. And at first you may not be able to come up with that because you'll be maybe like where I'm at or was when I thought, okay, I wanted to be, you know, this version of myself. Yeah. And what happened over time as, as I started losing weight and started realizing what was under there is that I created new, you know, ideas of who I want to be that old idea of wanting to be super thin mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that was like a waif era, like, you know, yes, 90s yes. and oh, 2000s, yeah. right? come and go, come and go, come and go. Yeah. I have totally abandoned that. I, it is so weird, but I absolutely don't want to look anything like that now. And that is really coming from working on myself, but also realizing that building strength makes me feel strong. And that is what I want is I want to feel strong, but I also now want to desire, I desire to look strong. So Mm -hmm. my idea and image of my mind of like, Oh, I don't want to be muscly or, you know, all these labels that we create. I don't want to be, look, I don't want to look too athletic or whatever. I've dropped all of that. And I'm like, I just want to see what is capable with this body and what yeah. it looks like when I take care of it the best way that I can. Yeah. And then you'll have the best body for Ashley, for me, not for an idea of myself, not for right. a past version of myself. I'm not in the past anymore. Right. I am here now. So I have to create what I want, what I'm comfortable with, with the person I am. Cause I'm different too. Right. Right. No, I totally get this because, you know, and I've talked about this plenty of times I'll be 50 next year. The body I had in my early twenties and my late teens, and even the body I had in my thirties is not the body I have in my late forties, almost 50 years old. It it's a lot of acceptance. Yeah. And a lot of just embracing who you are. And I think when you can get to a place where, like I said, just now about yours, I want to have the best body for Molly, the the one that I want to create the strong, the, the, the fit, but not this picture that I used to carry in my head for so long. Like you, I had the, the real thin girl ideal in my head. And then I had this real athletic girl ideal in my head. Um, And now I still would like, like you, I want to be strong. I like the, this is, I got to share this. I was sitting there with my, my teenager was there and I was, I don't know what I was doing, but somehow I was holding up here and he was talking to me, whatever. He goes, dang that bicep. Like he noticed my bicep. I was like, yeah, dude, I have been working. (laughs) 
and it does <laughs> make you feel strong. Now there are some yeah. women that have no desire whatsoever to have a muscle. For sure. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's some women that want to be really big. Um, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's whatever you want to be. Right. Living for the person that you are today. The person you are, right. The vision of yourself you want to be. But here's what we have to come to grips with. This is where we have to get to. That body doesn't have a number. Because if exactly a person weighing 170 pounds, standing even at five foot four, who doesn't lift weights and only eats in a major calorie deficit. Yeah. I say major because you see a lot of that big calorie Mm -hmm. deficit. They are going to look different than someone who lifts weights, eats plenty of protein and is got a lot of muscle. They might both weigh 170 pounds, but yeah, this but one the way looks the fat is this taking one. up in the body versus the muscle so is going different. to look very different. You know, it goes back to that whole like, and I, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I know I've plenty of times had to explain it to people. Muscle does not weigh more than fat. Muscle does not weigh more than fat. Five pounds of muscle weighs the same as five pounds of fat, but muscle takes up less, less space, space than fat. Yeah. And that's so important to remember. And I think we oh, quite that's often where... compare ourselves and that's where we mess up because we are comparing our body to another body thinking, well, this I've seen people tell someone they didn't weigh what they said they weighed the audacity. Who does that? Why would people do that? I don't understand. They just think they know, but a lot of people open their mouth and show just how uneducated they are (laughs) on social media. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? What are you going to say? I'm sorry. Well, and to the point prior of taking the pictures, that's an exact reason why you'd want to do that. If you are gaining muscle, your skill may not move, but you are going to notice that you may be decreasing in pant size. You may be looking in the mirror and you're like, wow, well, that wasn't there. Or, you know, that's gone. Yeah. And if you are just paying attention to your scale and the number that you created oh, you're gonna be and you're sad. actually seeing success, but you don't realize it because you're stuck on the scale. Yeah. You may actually stop when you're right where you need to be, because you have it in your mind that that number is the only thing that matters. And we've done the episode on the scale on how you can't let that rule you. You Well, it's the same, this, the scale and weighing every day coincides with the ideal number that you think you're trying to get to. And if you put all your eggs in that basket, what happens if you come up short, what happens when that, you know, for me, I have loose skin. I have all kinds of things. And you know, I'm just like everybody else. I stand in the mirror and I grab this and I grab that. I'm like, man, if I didn't have that there, that'd be like five pounds. It's true. The skin weighs too. I didn't think about that. Whenever you've lost a a large amount of weight, you're going to have the skin. That's also going to be part of that number on the scale. Of course. And also when I eat carbs, they swell and I have room for that water weight to go onto that body because I have extra skin that's there. So it's easy for me to fluctuate when I eat carbs or when I go off, like there are so many things. And if you just get it in your head, like I am not successful, unless I see X, Y, and Z on the scale, that's never, oh ever going to be the only reason a horrible you, cycle. It, it's going to be the reason that you come off of this and, and keep yo-yoing versus staying on the path and saying, you know what, let's find out. Let's find out what my goal weight is. Let's find out through trial, error, experience, yeah. and education. 
what's right for my body. That's not a conversation that we have. It's never a conversation that I no. had with myself. When I started my journey, that car manager said, what do you want to weigh? And I typed a number in yeah. and I was like, how do we get there? Let's get, let's get worked. this going. Yes. And if I would have been too hung up on it, I'd have given up by now. Yeah. Me too, girl. Me too. I have weighed the same thing now since December. The same. I am the same 170. Sometimes 169 point, sometimes 170 point. It's the weirdest thing to me because I feel like I'm in a calorie. I know I'm I'm not feeling I'm in a calorie deficit. You're tracking, you know, I track, I weigh my food. I weigh my body. This whole, like, this is important. When we get these little apps that say, because fitness pal does it, car mm-hmm. manager does it. And other ones mm-hmm. do they say, if you eat this amount of calories, you'll lose, it'll be this by this date. And you, yes. I never have been. And I'm like, okay. And then some might say, yeah, but did you really look? I did. Okay. I yeah, know I, I did by Graham, but it's still <laughs> yeah. right. But it yeah. still didn't happen. And I had to let go of that idea that that was my yeah. goal to do what this says. And I know plenty of people do that. Why would they have it on the app if it wasn't true? Or if it wasn't something that people needed to use. So calculations, they say, oh, it's science calculations. Eat this amount. And it doesn't account for hormones. It doesn't account for accounting. Really? It doesn't account for pre-existing conditions. It doesn't account for uh, physical limitations. It doesn't count for, I mean, it does for like, you know, they do that activity level, but yeah, but it's so generic. It's not specific. It doesn't account for diseases. It doesn't account for all the things that can get in the way. So that's why it's tricky. We love that app. We we recommend it a thousand times over, but there has to be just like you get up in the morning and you decide you're going to get on that scale. You have got to have a disconnection there of it. Letting, letting that number rule you, you cannot function that way. You will Mm -hmm. yo-yo, you will do what we see all the time, which is it's only month two. And I've only lost X amount of pounds because you're thinking about, I need to get down to one, whatever, and it's not happening fast enough. And it's because we get so fixated on the number that we're trying to get to in the certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's literally the perfect nightmare, right? The perfect storm for giving up quitting, which I always say, we look for reasons to quit. We do. It's human nature. Oh, that was hard. I tried it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. We look for that sometimes, even if we don't think we do when things are hard, it's, it's nature to want to be comforted. It's hard to feel uncomfortable. So that is super important to recognize that that's going to happen. Yeah. You've got to account for that from the beginning. Yeah. And and I don't think this is a topic that we can talk too much about because I don't think so. I'm not judging anyone. I promise because I've been there, but I see people in our community and they talk about the, the ounces they lost, the pound, they lost the two, they lost the one they gained though. I think, why are you t- torturing yourself with that? Like your yeah. body is going to fluctuate and yes, you're down 10 pounds this month. You didn't eat any carbs and you barely ate food. What do you think is going to happen? But what are you going to do next month and the month after and the month after? Right. Is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? Is Is this something? I mean, why, why, why do you need to do this so quickly? And why you will never, ever 
gain a lifestyle if you are continually dieting like that, because that is dieting. That is dieting. Mm -hmm. And we've had the episode of diet versus lifestyle. And it's the, here's what I, what I tell people all the time. You know, I see a lot of like, Oh, I'm going to do this and that. And there's nothing wrong with using tools to break plateaus to do something different, shake things up. It's really great to treat your metabolism differently over time. It's very smart to do that because you want to keep your body guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my things is if you are going to cut something out, my thing is like, I'm not cutting out something that I know I can't permanently remove. Mm. So I could permanently remove carbs and sugar for the most part, right? Like, obviously we, we can't remove every ounce, but I don't eat bread, regular bread anymore. Right. I don't eat. Right. And if there's a, a special occasion, this is not what I'm saying. A part of no, my no, like style the, yeah. is not eating sh- sugar and bread. Right. Right. I can sustain that for me. And I'll just, this is just one example, cutting out dairy. I could never do that long term. So I'm not even going to to do it for a month because here's the, here's the honest truth. I can do it for a month. Will I get results? Yes. But then I'm going back to eating dairy. So then I'm going to undo those results. Yeah. Right. If I can't do it for long term, I have to find a way to make it work. Now I'm not saying that I wouldn't cut, make choices here and there be like, okay, I could make some, some adjustments here to lower certain things that I just don't really need. But overall, Mm -hmm. I would not cut that out because it satisfies me and it keeps me on track. So I know that if I cut that out, I am doing what I was doing prior to keto, which is dieting because I'm doing things I don't want to do to get results that I don't need to get that are not sustainable, that I will stop yeah. doing. So yeah. if I'm going to lose weight for a month and gain it back, what am I doing? What is the point? What right. is the point of that? Right. If you are detoxing, like I said, if this is a tool, that's not what I'm talking about. If you're using it as like, Hey, I need a reset. Hey, my metabolism is sluggish. Hey, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about getting, eliminating things, maybe trying to eliminate long-term, but knowing that that's really not sustainable for you because you love it, or it adds to your lifestyle. What you say there is interesting to me because they say that about keto. They say it's not sustainable. Of, of course. They say it's not sustainable. Right. And I laugh at that because I think to myself, you know, it's funny to me. I don't think it's sustainable to go without cheese. I don't think it's American or French <laughs> or no, English. I don't think it's you know, cheddar was born in English. I don't think England. it's human not to want cheese. <laughs> There are people that don't like cheese. I know it's hard know. to believe that. I know. There's My people that don't like chocolate. Likes, yes, actually. There's people that don't like bacon. Sinful. That is just. <laughs> I saw a, a, a I saw a bio and some. They said, "I love bacon because I'm normal." Because <laughs> yeah, I'm human. Um, I don't know anybody that doesn't like bacon actually, but. <laughs> I do know somebody that doesn't like chocolate. My mom like doesn't really like regular chocolate. She likes milk chocolate. I mean, white chocolate. Um, my husband does not like, he would never eat a piece of cheese, like off of a, he would never, he'll eat cheese melted on something, but he also has no. lactose intolerance. So he has to be careful with it, but no, like hard cheese, like just out of the, never. Yeah, but the sharp cheddar cheese does not have lactose. He can have that. I know. That's the only kind I can really have because they are in in a big portion. Like I could eat a whole block. Give me a whole block. I could do it. I'm fine. Oh yeah. You could actually just, I could open my mouth and you could just shred it in there. (laughs) And that would be like, oh, every morsel. I'd just like, (laughs) like grating over me. I'd be fine. Just fill my casket with 
cheese. <laughs> it's true. But you I love know it. what I'm saying? But it is funny because people, they, I can live without bread. I eat low carb bread. It doesn't. Yeah. But, it but doesn't I mean, I don't me. have to have it. It's sustainable for me to, to knock that out because you know, but why? I cannot feel good cheese. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not big. The biggest reason is because when I do eat those things, I don't feel good. So if you're a person who obviously this is not about you. If you're a person who cuts out dairy because it makes you feel yeah, miserable, that's t- totally different. That is sustainable right? because, because it's affecting how you feel. feel yes. Which is, and that's more why important. it's so important. Once again, check in with yourself. Where mm-hmm. are you? Who are you now? How are you creating these goals? What are you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you could, you, were have, all different. Uh, you could be lactose intolerant now, but you weren't when you were hundred and whatever pounds that you're trying to get to like, what is change over time? Yeah. How are we collecting this data? How are we making these educated decisions on our weight? Most of the time we're, we're pulling them out of our butt. Ashley we are, <laughs> would you say the BMI is BS it's BS. The BMI it. is BS. It really is. And you know, it's just like the food pyramid. Let's just be honest. It's probably it's the, the same, same people that created both of them. Seriously, it's maddening. I, it's maddening. It is. It is. And I've looked this stuff up before. It is. And we all just believe this one scientist or doctor or whoever it was. Or mathematician. Decided, I or think mathematician. And you're like, oh, yeah. this is this is it. Let's yeah, it's it. it's maddening. And I think it's like you said, you know, you have to make an educated choice, decision, whatever. And the only way you're gonna be able to do that is to pay attention to yourself. Check in, check into yourself, yourself, evaluate where you are right now. Yes. you know. Take in self-inventory, right? We talked about that a lot last mm-hmm. season. Self-inventory, self-inventory, self-reflection. Where am I? What am I capable of? What is sustainable? Am I really going to do that? Yeah. Am I really going to do that? Right. Is that right. really reasonable for where I am? Maybe it's more like 40 pounds and not 60. Right, right. What about you start your diet or your lifestyle and you see where you are. And then when you like what you see, you figure out that, that you like what you see. And that's a great way. There you go. That's a, that's a great, as you start losing weight, you get to a point where you feel confident and sexy and proud and strong or whatever you're going for. Right. Yeah. And then you say, Oh, what number is this? That's it. That's for me. (laughs) That's the one. Got it. The one that's perfect because that means more than the number. And then you're going to stop yeah. chasing that. So that the scale number validate the scale, you. What do they say? The number on the scale is the least interesting thing about you. Is that what they say? Exactly. I yeah. I love that too. Cause it's really true. And it's not going to count. It's not going to tell you how much muscle you have on your body. It's not going to tell mm-hmm. you, Hey, you know what, Ashley, the last four days you went to the gym, you gained this much muscle and those two biceps and yes, it, can. <laughs> it, can't. it can't, it can't do it. It can't do it. So I don't think we could talk about this subject enough. And, and if you're bored of hearing about it, well, don't listen. No, I'm just kidding. We do. We talk about the scale and how, and you know, the truth is I struggle with it still sometimes from time to time. There I are struggle with times it. I struggle with it too. So when I'm saying this, a lot of times I'm saying it to myself and I'm saying it for sure. Cause, cause I'm, I'm just enforcing it. Yes. That, Hey, Ah, we can't do this y'all. We, we cannot do, do this. So it's not good for us to put so much of our self-worth on a thing. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Don't do that. It's just not important. There's What's a important t-shirt is how you feel. What's important is how you feel. That's right. There's one of our t-shirts you had said once, uh, I'll have to go back to the scale episode. You said about plastic and metal. So about yeah. we won't find our worth in plastic and metal or something. Yeah. You know, something yeah. like that. That's, That'd be cute. Yeah, or your worth or... is not found in that 
piece of plastic or metal your worth is not or the found. glass of metal. I think glass and metal. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Your worth is not found on that object. It That's cannot right. tell you how hard you've worked. Really? It really no, can't. It really can't. It's it does, just a tool. But it doesn't. Like we it's said, just, it's just a tool. It's just a way to measure. It's but, one way. And, and it can show you what you've progressed. You know what I mean? But it can't it's tell you what the right to, number is for you. Yeah. It's a great way to collect data, but you know what? An even better way is clothes, buying a size of clothes down yeah. and trying them on and being surprised when the scale doesn't match the fact that you can get that in them because that happens. Yes. That's why a lot of, uh, a lot of trainers and things use tape measures for people. Yeah. That's if you're lifting tool. weights, that's a great the, tool. They already, they tell you if you're lifting weights, we're going to weigh you, but don't look at that as, as, as your, and the as only your... other great thing that you could do, if you really want to know, they do have this body composition and they do, they really do measure, um, at the gym or I think your doctor can has the the scale. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a special scale and it does measure. It does a body composition and they actually take pictures of you and they can actually see, they will tell you exactly how much fat your body actually has on it. Right. And it breaks down muscle skeletal. Those are the only types of images and scale, like whatever that tool is that can give you a real understanding. Standing so barefoot really on the info know, isn't really giving it to you. No, if you really want to know, you can get that information, but you your yeah. scale in your bathroom is not, is not giving it. you that. Cause listen, I had some carbs, which gave me water weight. And then Renfo decided to tell me that my fat percentage went up. I'm like, there's cause my scale was up. So my right. fat percentage went up. No. And so when your water weight <laughs> comes down, then the fat percentage comes down. It's like, that does, like, that's doesn't not how that make, works. That's not compute. Like that's those not, smart yeah. scales are not very smart. So yeah. But we're going to wrap it up because it's, it's, um, we're done. So if you're listening today and you, you've either created that number for yourself or you're trying to figure out what that is, or maybe you're thinking, huh? Yeah. I don't know where I got that number. And I don't know why I'm chasing that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this can help you at all, because I know for myself that this will always be something that comes up as we stay on our journeys. Weight is a big part of becoming and evolving and all of those things. And it, it can still be hard even years later, how you feel is so important. It's so much more than the number. And if you don't reach that number, maybe that's just not your number anymore. Maybe it's not your number like that. That's true. That's good. And that's okay. And that is okay. So thank y'all for tuning in. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find and connect with us over on Instagram at more than just keto. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss out on the fun. We'll see you next time.